Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Horton with City Moms Blog Network. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Moms Blog Network. In this episode of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, we are talking about family photos. Yeah, we are. We're going to give you all the tips and tricks to make those annual family photos fun, not stressful this year. I love the optimism in your voice uh, on family photos being fun. They're fun. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, right, Steph? You you want the end result is a photo of a happy family. Yeah. But the backstory to get that photo is not always happy. Oh, my and gosh. It's really stressful sometimes. No, it's not. I actually was – well, yeah. Why did I say, no, it's not stressful? Yes, it is stressful. (laughs) I was just talking to a girlfriend that got family photos around this time of year, which is why we decided to feature this as a topic, because so many of us are right in the throes of family photo season. Um, But this friend in particular said, poor girl, I mean, she just lost it at home as she was getting everybody ready and her husband and like totally started crying. (laughs) And she was like, the only thing that I had going for me is that we had a fairly long drive to meet the photographer. And at that point, then my face wasn't totally blotchy. But I was like, oh, girl. And you know what's funny is I will get her beautiful family picture card in the mail at the end of the year and nobody will know. Everybody will be like, beautiful. Their life must be perfect. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We all, all of us moms, we know the truth. There is we, a story behind that photo. <laughs> there is always a story behind that photo. So sure tell is. me a little bit about a story that comes top of mind to you um, when you think about family photos, good or bad. Well, we do family photos around this time of year every year. And mm-hmm. I love doing family photos. And it's my thing. I've told my husband, like, this is just a non-negotiable. It's in the family budget. We get a good photographer. Yep. We get the outfits coordinated. And my kids know that they just don't argue with me over what they wear for family photos because it's my thing. Yeah. And but last year, we had some family photos taken. And we went – we had to do a pretty far drive out to, like, a farm property. And – and it was really, really hot because we live in Arizona. And even though it was October, it was last year still really hot. And my parents came with us too to get some shots with them. And we're walking through this field and we're looking at the photographer. She's like, everybody hold hands, walk towards the camera. And then she said, stop and do this and do that. And my dad's like, nobody look down, but we are standing in cow turds. <laughs> and sure enough, there was cow poop everywhere. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Everybody smile. We can we can Photoshop out the cow turds. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> okay. That is so funny. And I got your card and did not see any, any cow or- turds. I know it's amazing. Yeah. Oh my but, gosh. Fam- yeah. Family photos are. I mean. Everyone that's listening has either a horror story or a success story of some sort because. Family photos are a rough go a lot of the times for a lot of families. Now, I will say, and I don't want to in any way come across as like I have arrived, but (laughs) this year was the first year that we took our kids to have photos taken by um, the photographer that that I interviewed uh, for this episode, Neely, and they actually did what they were supposed to do, and they were happy the whole time. okay, Okay, wait, stop right there. Did you bribe them? Be honest. Did I bribe them? Was there any bribing? Like, girls, smile for the photos and we're going to go get donuts. You know what? There have been years of bribes like that. So, (laughs) folks, if you have small children, mine are nine, seven, and five. So I feel like I've arrived at a different season of life where the bribery isn't as necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the bribery anymore is pretty much if you behave on the first go, it will be less. And like it'll they be shorter in length. Yes, they just understand how it works. Yes, I know. So many people will ask me because I take a lot of photos are of my kids, just like anyone on my phone. Uh, and so many people will be like, "How do you get your girls to smile so cute all the time?" And I'm like, "They just know 
over the past few years that if you just do it right from the beginning, mama is happy and then they can go play. <laughs> you know, but not every kid is like that. And um, yeah. I, we, I we had a photographer uh, who took a lot of our family photos and she always brought with her that giant uh, pack of Tic Tacs. Oh. And she would shake them right by the camera uh-huh. when my kids were toddlers. So they would look and then they'd uh-huh. see candy and they'd smile. Yeah. And then she'd kind of feed them just like a little puppy dog. She'd feed them one Tic Tac at a time <laughs> for smiling. So they learned just like puppy dogs to smile when they heard the shake and they get a little Tic Tac. And, I, you know, there's no shame in that game. You know, you do what you got to do. But then I think, too, I think so many times as moms, well, I'm not going to speak to other moms. I'll speak to myself. I really have an image in my head about what I want that picture to look like. Right. And I really want people to be posed a certain way, wearing a certain thing, certainly smiling. And that might not be my kids' personalities or what they feel like doing that day. And just learning to kind of embrace the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. And if babies want to have fingers in their mouth or up their nose or, you know, that can end up being a really memorable and fun photo that really captures where you're at in the moment. So mm-hmm. I've kind of had to learn to let go a little bit of my OCD, everybody smile and look beautiful. And now yeah. our family photos look a little bit more like life. Yes. Yeah. I actually, some of those are those photos that, you know, I probably shouldn't call them outtakes, but are the more non-traditional, like everyone's looking at the camera and smiling photos, mm-hmm. uh, are some of my favorites. Those are actually the ones that I more often than not have framed around our home because I do think it's such a unique glimpse into that season of life in particular. So I totally agree. Yeah. I like those. Me too. Fun. Yeah. Well, um, today, on because we're talking about family photos, we decided it was important to bring in an expert to help us. So our expert today is Neely Lanzin. Uh, She is a dear friend of mine and also a fantastic photographer. Yeah, she is a fantastic photographer because Steph has just always the best family photos. I love them. Neely is a Minneapolis-based portrait photographer and mom of four. And not only is she slaying at the working mom game, she has some really great tips for family photos. Yeah, so moms, you are going to want to grab a pen and paper because they're really awesome ideas and tips that Neely shares uh, in my interview with her. So make sure to jot those down. But let's get into my interview with Neely now. Hey, Neely, welcome to the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. Hi, Stephanie. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, Neely and I have been friends for how many years now? Oh, my goodness. Um, Let's see, at least 15, probably 16 or more. Right. We yeah. met at Iowa State University. So anyone that's listening that's an Iowa State grad, cheers Go to you. Cyclones. <laughs> Go yep. Cyclones is right. <laughs> uh, and Neely is not only a dear friend of mine, but a fabulous photographer. And admittedly, I do not say that because I'm her friend. I say it because it is the truth. Like you are so good. Aww. Well, thanks. And I've known you from the beginning, like well before you even started your photography business. I know. You were part of my inspiration for even picking up a camera. So you probably know that. But I do know that part of your um, history, although (laughs) Neely has gotten much better at photography than I've ever gotten over the years. We used to take each other's pictures. We are total amateurs and take each other others pictures with our babies. It was so sweet. Yes. And that was before the days of, honestly, this is going to date me, but I almost think I may have had a Blackberry when I first had my first. (laughs) So it's, it was long before Apple had, and any phone really has such great photography abilities anymore that. um, That is the truth. Yeah. The photography industry has totally changed. Well, uh, today I wanted to have Neely on because this is the time of the dreaded or happy family picture opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. It is the equivalent of tax season for an accountant. So if you know a photographer, give them a big hug and tell them that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Can you give us just some context for uh, maybe you can speak personally about how many uh, mini sessions and family photo sessions you have in a period of time or just kind of the average? Do you have any idea? 
Yeah, you know, it, it's such a uh, very so much with the seasons and everything. But, you know, for me, I shoot anywhere from probably three to six right now sessions a week. But that would be in my busier season and then less in the slower se- season, pretty much anything after Christmas. There's always a rush for everyone to get in their Christmas card pictures. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, the topic of family photos, uh, especially for holiday cards, has come up in multiple conversations with friends lately because and I I refer to it as the dreaded family photo option which is not Aww. probably entirely true especially for someone <laughs> who does that for a living but there are for most people this is a very stressful part of like the year for them and that is <laughs> that is true I know I feel it too and I'm glad I do because I can just understand how my clients are feeling when they show up and one of the kids has a runny nose and someone else fell asleep in the car. And it's it's a little stressful, just the pre and the during, but it's always worth it. So, Oh, it totally is. And, you know, one of the things I definitely have learned over the years is that there is a variety of um, priorities, like anything in life, that people place on good photos, like in family photos. Yes, uh, totally. For, for me, and I'm going to gather for you, like we really love having great family photos on a consistent basis. And that's not the case for everybody. Yeah, that's totally so true. I just think it's what people, different people value different things. And so, you know, if you value family pictures, you're probably going to spend a little more. You're right. probably going to get them done more often, but it's not a necessity. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, like I said, like everything in life, uh, I think it's important to just recognize what priority you place on it uh, and be OK with that, because you don't totally. have to have the same priority as maybe Neely and I have, which would be a high priority for family photos. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's yes. a good thing to keep in mind as we talk about some of the various tips that Neely's going to share about um, you know, pre and during um, family photos tips. But um, this is what I want us to talk about. I want to talk about kind of as people are considering um, hiring a photographer, family photos, what are things that they should consider in that time frame? then leading up to family photos? Like what are the things that you need to be thinking about or should consider? And then in the middle of family photos and even thereafter, like what do you do with the photos after that? So um, yeah. let's start with Say, you know, someone listening here uh, is looking for a photographer uh, in their area. Like, what are some of the best tips that you might have for finding a photographer that works for that family? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, word of mouth and asking a friend is probably the best place to start. Maybe you've seen another friend's Christmas cards, or maybe they have some great pictures of their babies on the wall. Um, So I think just like referrals is always a good place to start. And um, obviously, Google, Instagram is also getting more popular in finding a photographer. You can just search the hashtags for your city um, where you live, like Minneapolis family photographer or something like that. So those are a couple of ideas and where to get started. Yeah. Well, and, you know, beyond that, then once you send out some inquiries, uh, obviously, you're considering pricing and like what a family photo package would include uh, and all those details. Can you walk us through what somebody might expect to receive from a photographer once they inquire about their availability for family photos? Yeah, so um, you would probably get, you know, you probably will send them an inquiry on the website and then they'll, in most cases, send you a digital PDF with their prices. So then you'll probably be comparing a few different prices. Some photographers will just have that information on their website. Sure. Now, can you speak, I realize that there's a wide variety of, let's talk just pricing in particular, that um, people can expect to pay. Um, Can you give us the low end of the spectrum and the high end of the spectrum, just so people have a general idea? Definitely. So I would say for an established photographer, maybe the lower end of the spectrum would be around 300. And then going up from up from there, maybe around 1200 would be, you know, maybe more of a boutique boutique photographer where you may that may include some art for your walls or albums as well. Um, Usually during the fall, a lot of photographers kind of a little maybe secret is offer mini sessions. Mm -hmm. And they're not always advertised 
but they're a shorter session, maybe 20 minutes. You get the digital files and it's also, you know, reduced price because that photographer is doing maybe 10 families that day all back to back. So that's another option. If you want to hire someone that you can't quite afford, you can ask if they have any mini sessions and sometimes they might. Nice. Yes. And yeah. I think in some ways, mini sessions are really favorable for um, parents of little ones because a lot of the times little ones don't have much more than 20 minutes of like yeah. it left in them. That's the truth. Yes. Yeah. It's great. And it's even great for older kids who honestly, they don't, some kids get harder the older they get because they just don't, they're busy and they don't want to be getting their picture taken. So sometimes the mini sessions are good for all ages. So you're telling us that it doesn't necessarily always get easier. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes, that's true. It's funny, right? I mean, there's a sweet spot, let me say. There is a sweet spot. I would say ages four to maybe 10. There, I, I, I have a lot of fun with that age, you know? And then the, the boys, I would say like the 11 to 13-year-old boys, they turn to noodles. It's the funniest thing if any of you are moms of... Boys, they just get like a noodle and they just can't stand up. It's so funny. So, yeah, Hilarious. you know, well, that's the joy, I, joy in all the ages, right? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's at least true for me in the four to 10 year old range because all my girls are in that age. And Neely took our pictures earlier this fall and they do. They like go where you tell them to. Yeah. They smile totally. when you tell them to. <laughs> like, so yeah. in some regards, it does get easier. But it does. but like you said, there can be a downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare for yeah. the noodle yeah. if you have a boy. Prepare for the noodle if you have a boy. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Funny. Well, uh, you know, going back to the main differences between a mini session and just a standard session for family photos, can you speak to like the biggest differences that people should um, keep in mind with, again, a mini session over a standard session? Definitely. Uh, mini session is short. It's really designed to get like the family picture for your Christmas card or just like a quick update. And you may not have time to get all the poses and combinations of everyone that you're wanting. Um, if you're kind of wanting more like milestone updates for the kids, then maybe a full session would be better. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. And generally speaking, and maybe I'm speaking out of line because I'm certainly not a professional photographer, but uh, I gather that many sessions are usually a pre-selected location because you're doing, you know, 10 families in one location at a time rather than a standard package would possibly have some more flexibility with the location. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, exactly. Good. Well, uh, so say after all of that research, you know, you find a photographer that you like mm -hmm. um, and get them booked. Uh, and so you're starting to plan. Um, I would love for you to speak to some tips for planning outfits in particular, because I think you have some awesome yes. suggestions on this. Uh, and then we'll talk just about um, some other planning things, too. Sure. I, yeah, I love talking what to wear for family pictures just because it's something I find myself thinking about a lot because that's what I take a lot of family pictures. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it is, it can be very stressful, but here's kind of my number one tip. If I could just give you one tip, it would be mom, choose your outfit first. Yes. A lot of times we will base the whole family's outfit out of our, based on our one-year-old's little romper but <laughs> I just think like the one-year-old is gonna look cute in like a diaper you know yeah so I do think like my number one tip is like mom choose your outfit fit for something you love um you know and styles are all different for my style I love a little more feminine look I always tell moms to wear maybe a dress I love the longer flowy dresses in a color that's flattering on them you just can't go wrong usually so yeah. And then I think just, if, uh, you know, there used to be the day when everyone would wear white and denim or everyone would wear <laughs> khakis brown and black shirt. or something. Or, yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, I think those days are safe to say gone, you know. Yeah, yeah. So but but, you know, I think just keeping it simple and colorful, a little bit of pattern, you probably can't go wrong. You don't need to match 
But um, think about everyone together as an outfit as a whole. Like you wouldn't match your shirt to your pants to your shoes. You would wear colors that all looked good together. So, yeah, good question. I think that's awesome. Well, can you give some suggestions for like where you tend to find some cute clothing options? Sure, yes. Um, Lately, I am just loving anything at Zara for kids. Zara kids Mm. and I know not every city has Zara actually there's probably a few that do but they have a great website and you can order online um I think H&M I just uh, we just had our family pictures taken and I found these really cute suspenders for little boys from H&M and that's like the cutest thing ever yeah um you know if um you don't want to like spend as much Old Navy has some pretty cute, stylish things in different colors. And that's another solid option for kids. Right. And um, I mean, for moms, anthropology, Nordstrom. Sometimes I'll just look on Nordstrom's.com and look at for uh, like maxi dress. Yep. And then, you know, sometimes shopping online just will also take the stress out of it. So those are a couple favorite places, my go-tos. Yes. Yeah, well, oh, free people. I have to mention free people. They have some of the best looks for a mom. They just photograph really well. So right. it's another good option. So, yeah. Well, Neely and I have I, nearly identical like preferences, I feel like. And yeah. so those are <laughs> we do like a lot of the same things. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Well, and I found some awesome things at Everive. Uh, I know not every yeah. um, city has Everive, but especially for obviously for mom, um, Everive would be a great option. But I really yeah. love, I've heard you share the tip about dress yourself first, pick something for you first. And I think that is a tremendous tip, like, because you're right. Most moms, we plan our kids' outfits uh, and then we kind of re- go through our closet really last minute and we're like, oh, I think this will work. Uh, yes. But uh, I think the tip to start with mom is awesome. Yes, for sure. Now, uh, so we, you know, now that we've got all the outfits decided uh, and we are driving or prepping the day of family photos, uh, is there, I would say, is there a time of day that like photographers generally tend to do photos uh, or is there any, are there any tips that you might share around when to schedule family photos for your family? Yeah, definitely. That's a great question. Most photographers prefer the evening light or late afternoon where the light's a little softer and not so harsh. Right. Um, equally, early morning can work as well. A lot of times, as we all know, children can be better behaved in the mornings. Um, but if you kind of plan ahead and time the nap right, you can usually make that afternoon time work. So, yeah. I know the timing of the nap is like critical. I know it's tough. And then when you have a family with multiple kids, the kids may nap at different times and yeah, it's, or have an early bedtime. So yeah, timing is kind of tricky. There are a few years with little ones where it gets a little harder, but, um, but you got to be flexible too. And um, yeah, that's a great question. I'm a day. Yes. Well, so you're pulling in to a photo shoot with your scheduled photographer at the ideal time of day. Let's just assume that yeah. everything is perfect. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which you know, I'm sending you like a virtual wink wink that never really happens totally, but and everybody's dressed to and doesn't have a stain on their shirt already. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. what would you say are some tips that you found that work to keep spirits up and yes. not just for kids but also for parents? That's a great question. I would say the number one tip is the parents just need to relax and make the kids just kind of think they're going to go play or have fun. A lot of times the, the parents get really stressed out. And I mean, it happens to me as well. And then you don't realize you're starting to yell at your kids and, you know, then the kids are feeling it and then they act out. So I would say my number one tip when you pull up is just relax, get out of the car Make them think you're going to go have fun. And, you know, a lot of photographers, they work with kids all the time. And so they're pretty good at making the kids think they're playing a game or, you know, there's all, all different little tricks you, that they use to kind of distract the kids. So that's probably my best advice when you pull up is just remain calm and have fun. Yeah. 
That, that is so true. I feel like kids, what, what did they say? The mom is a thermostat in the home, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you totally. know, the, whatever temperature you set your attitude at is what everyone else is going to come to. And Definitely. I think at family photos, that's so true. Like the more stressed out you seem, the more stressed out yes. everybody's going to get. Yes. And one more thought kind of along those lines is, I mean, assuming you, you hired a photographer because you love their style, you just need to trust them and let them direct the time together. So, you know, just go on with whatever they, they'll tell you what to do and how to stand, hopefully, and, you know, whose hand to hold or all those things. So just like trust your photographer and just like go along with it, go with the flow. Yeah. Well, I will definitely speak to, I've been, we've had photos taken by a lot of photographers over the years, uh, mainly because Neely was not in our home city for quite a lot of years. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I think one of the things that distinguishes a really great photographer, um, just from my point of view is a photographer then that can give great guidance for like posing and making you feel comfortable and you do a great job at that. And so uh, that that's a hard thing to know if a t- photographer does that well until you get into a session with them. That's a good point. That's yeah, that's a good point. You kind of don't know until you're there, but um, that's where yeah. the referrals come in handy too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm a good with kids. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, uh, so you know, after the photo shoot, um, your work is not done. I think I think some people have no idea how much work goes into editing photos and getting them available for families to see. Uh, what can someone expect after a photo session in terms of um, photos and the rights to use them and ordering um, pictures? Talk to me all about all that stuff. Yes, definitely. Yes. So the photographer will take, I would say, you know, maybe a couple hundred in an hour session. They'll narrow that down probably to anywhere from 30 to 60 of their favorites. They'll usually edit and, you know, I'll edit and I retouch all those. I use Lightroom and Photoshop, if anyone is wondering. And then, you know, if let's just say if digital files are included, your photographer will send those to you either digitally or possibly on a USB drive. There's a few different formats and ways to do that. So yeah, did I answer the whole question? Yeah, yeah. And most, and probably depending, I have to assume that depending on if you book a mini session versus, you know, a standard session, you can expect likely more photos for a standard session than a mini yes. session, just given the time. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt Steph and Neely, but we have to let you know about something super exciting happening here at City Moms Blog Network. It's mid-November, the holidays are almost here, and our popular holiday wish list is back. <laughs> this list is packed full of everything on your family's wish list. We've got great kids' toys from green toys and mag warmers to Schwinn bikes. We've got bacon for dad from Burger's Smokehouse, jewelry for us moms from great brands like Noonday Collection and Keep Collective, plus so much more. And someone is winning it all. Oh, yeah. The City Moms Blog Network holiday wish list launches on Monday, November 12th. Keep an eye on citymomsblog.com and all of our social media for information on how to enter and win. Now, back to Steph and Neely. Can you speak to the right rights for um, people to use those photos? Because I think that that is an area that a lot of people don't understand exactly what that, you know, yeah. who owns the rights to them uh, right. and how can they be used? Yes, that's a great question. So um, some photographers will sell you prints and you'll order the prints and you'll, you know, get those in the mail or the photographer will deliver them. And that is what you'll be using on your walls. Other photographers will offer digital files, which is seeming to be the direction that definitely that photography is gone. Mm -hmm. And um, you'll purchase the rights to those photos. So if you own the right, you will be able to make print your own five by sevens. You can print one or you can print a hundred. You know, it is actually a pretty valuable thing to have that. 
Yeah. You can use it to share on social media. And like I said, you can make your own prints. You can make your own Christmas cards. So it is definitely something that often costs a little more, but it's, it's what most families are wanting these days. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, so you've, especially for those that have digital uh, files, which I think largely that's, you know, like yeah. you said, the, the way the industry is going. Uh, yep. Do you have any suggestions of uh, good quality printers that kind of the average person can? Yes. And I say the average person, not to demean anyone. It's more just that like <laughs> there are certainly yeah. Um, yeah. printers that are available to professional photographers that not the average person doesn't have access to. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I send all my clients to a website called mpix.com. It's spelled mpix.com. And it's actually um, professional quality prints that you can order on your own. And um, you just have to plan ahead a little because they are mailed to you. But um, huge quality difference between that and any kind of like one hour photo or anything you'd get at like a Walgreens or something. Oftentimes those are just kind of glossy and the color might be off. So where you print your pictures does make a difference. So I'm glad you asked. Yeah. yeah. No, I, well, I love MPix. And while you do have yeah. to plan a little bit further in advance, they have wicked fast shipping. Yes. Like, it yes. comes very fast. So like yes. it doesn't come in an hour, but <laughs> it'll be on your door in a couple days. It's pretty right. great. Exactly. At least in my experience. And MPix does right. uh, holiday cards too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of great places. Um, I I love the styles of minted, tiny prints, you know, MPix, MPix is a great option. So yeah, there's a lot of great places. Etsy, even Etsy, you can get some cute, you know, ideas if you want to do something different. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, if uh, what I will say, and maybe you can, you don't agree, which is totally fine. Um, if you're in a bind and you are needing to get something printed, you know, and you don't have the time, the couple of days, yeah. Um, right. I would say that Costco actually has somewhat decent photo quality, oh, in my opinion. Good. Have you yeah, used it? No, I never have. Uh -uh. Okay. So, yeah, so here I'm going to speak, even though I'm not a photographer, but I have learned my share of lessons yeah. from Costco printing. Uh, so you can op upload online and then they have it within an hour. Uh, but they have an autocorrect button that, especially if you have photos done by a photographer, turn the autocorrect turn off. it off yeah <laughs> like do not let them autocorrect <laughs> those beautiful that. photos exactly that a photographer they spent edited. hours making it perfect so <laughs> yes yes and so that's my only disclaimer if you are going to use costco that it, you have to make sure you turn the autocorrect off and if you do that truthfully they have some pretty great quality um just for my words, the average person. <laughs> oh, gotta love Costco. What do they not have? <laughs> what do they not have? Seriously. I know. No, that's awesome. Well, one last question um, about family photos. Uh, I am curious what your suggestion is in terms of how often families should consider getting family yes. photos. Yeah. How often is something that changes? I think probably in the journey of parenthood, you may start with maternity pictures and then newborn pictures. Most of my clients will do like a baby's first year package where they will do a newborn six month or sitting age and about one year or standing age pictures. And then after that, personally, if you're someone like me that really values pictures and, you know, you want to hang them on your wall and, you know, maybe share some on Instagram, I think once a year is... Our, probably a great time and a lot of families will time that out in the late summer or early fall so that they can use those for their Christmas cards um you know and then as kids get older maybe some families will do less like every other year as the kids aren't changing quite so drastically each year but right. like I said I mean but some families want more and they want to do a variety of seasons or twice a year so yeah just personal preference right uh, well, I lied. Not that that was not the last question. I actually have one other question for you. Yeah. Uh, so photography is arguably a very creative uh, business. Um, I think you'd probably agree with that, that most photographers like have a creative bent. Uh, sure. And so I am curious uh, when you send out uh, 
you know, a mini session photography package. So like the completed edited work uh, to a client, uh, what can a client do that really makes a photographer feel, photography feel good about their work? Oh, that's such a good question. So I think the first thing is write them back right away and be like, we love the pictures. Or even if you're not loving them, just be like, I love this one of my son. You yeah. totally captured him. You know, I think like right away a photographer is like, they put a lot of their self into it. And so they're kind of just like waiting to hear back from you. And so I think it's nice just to get a, even a quick text, like these look great. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then share them with your friends, social media. Don't be afraid to like, most photographers will just love you if you would just tag them and you yeah. know, they can get referrals that way. So, yeah. and then third, third is print your pictures. I mean, so many people never do anything with them. It is the truth. I see it over and over, but I just think it's so important to print them. Just even do it right away. Just print a bunch, different sizes, eight by 10, five by seven, yeah. four by six are standard frame sizes. You can just pick up frames at Target or HomeGoods and yeah you know, print your pictures and just display them around the house. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I had, I had an inkling that getting back to a photographer as quickly after seeing the pictures <laughs> was, was the truth because, and that's why I mentioned the creative field uh, is because you put a lot of your heart into taking photos of families and kids. And it's kind of like you offering a piece of yourself to someone. And then if you never hear anything back, Aww. they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> did I, are they not happy? You Aww. know? Yeah, you nailed it. Yes, totally. And, that is the truth. Well, and I love your suggestion though. Like even if you're not you don't love all of the photos. Like there's probably one that you do. <laughs> I mean, your kids are going to look cute no matter what, right? <laughs> yes, yes, on average. But I think just speaking to like words of encouragement to that person, knowing that that they really have put um, a large part of themselves into getting you those photos. And I also love the suggestion to print out photos. Uh, Neely's been to my house before, but um, much like her home, oh, we, yeah. we swap out photos a lot. And so I find so many moms, and not just moms, um, women in general, get nervous about putting stuff on their walls. And so they end up just being kind of blank walls because they get overwhelmed. Uh, and yes. I'm always like, you know what? Have frames up, like you said, that you get at Home Goods or Target and constantly swap them out. Like just always have updated photos that you put in those. Definitely. Uh, I think it's an easy way to decorate um, and to keep things kind of fresh in a exactly you know, expensive way. Yeah. And tell your husband part of your family picture fund is, you know, the same as you're decorating yeah. <laughs> in your budget, right? Because yeah. you can use them to decorate. And I also think hallways are a really easy way if you're kind of just unsure and if you're feeling that paralysis about hanging things on your walls yeah hallways are great line them up make a grid there's some really nice like cute ideas on pinterest for hanging pictures and collages so that's a good way to start and then just like a five by sevens in a little frame just like on a side table or on a bed you know the bed stand or whatever so dressers stuff like that so Yeah. yeah Yeah, Yeah, Steph, you're so good. Your house is so beautiful and I love all the pictures. It's just like one of those homes you just sit and just want to look around and walk around and look at all your walls because, I mean, just the love for your family just radiates in your home. So, Well, we do have a lot of photos of Neely's in our house. (laughs) No, but there are. And the other thing I love to do is be able to display photos in various seasons. You know, like I have a photo of when we were pregnant with our first uh, that I likely won't ever swap out because I feel like that was like such a pivotal, like a unique season of our life. Uh, And then a picture of the girls like when they were all really little. Uh, But to my point, I do have four frames in particular in our family room that just always have the most updated photos of our family. And, and um, I've already yes. printed yours from earlier this Aww, year. So awesome. uh, it's an easy way, like Neely said, to decorate in a way that's um, quite affordable uh, and yeah, just a personalized kind of point. So I love that. Uh, well, what are we missing? Like, I feel like we kind of went over most of what to expect with family photos? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, 
Yeah, I think like just one of my main tips would just be to trust your photographer and all these things you're hiring them because you love their style, hopefully. And so just, if you you know, if you're unsure about things, ask, they, you know, unsure about location, let the photographer choose. Unsure about time of day, let the photographer choose. I think a lot of times they're the expert. And so um, that's probably my, you know, best tip. So. Yeah. Well, okay. One other thing I want you to speak on because um, this girl has taught me a lot about balancing motherhood and uh, being having a professional career at the same time. Uh, you spoke to like this being like the busiest time of year for most photographers. And yes. uh, admittedly, I also, I have another great friend who's a realtor and that's a fluctuative business as well, yeah, where definitely. like there are some really busy seasons, some slower seasons. Uh, I'd love for you to share anything that you found to really help, uh, especially professionals that have the ebb and flow with seasons and are having to balance motherhood and work on top of it. Yeah, that's a great question. And it's something I'm always thinking about. And there's always room for improvement. I'm definitely not perfect. I, um, I have my studio and office in my in our home. So I do work from home. So balance is a good question. I'm always kind of trying to figure out the balance. And there's times of year where it's just crazy. But um, I think, you know, I have just found that I, I need to ask for help. And I need to arrange a realistic amount, a realistic amount of childcare for the amount of time I'm going to need. I think maybe when I was first starting, I just didn't want to spend so much on childcare. And so I was trying to squeeze everything into like one day a week or, you know, just these few preschool hours. And, and just realistically, that was causing a lot of stress just because I was never getting that, um, you know, uninterrupted time to work as many stay-at-home moms or work-from-home moms yeah. <laughs> probably feel. So, yeah, how about you, Steph? I know we kind of have similar um, similar situations with that. What, yeah. What's worked best for you? Yeah, well, I um, admittedly, my career isn't as fluctuative in terms of seasonalities. You know, there, there definitely are sure. months that are busier than others. Uh, but I really believe in setting your expectations as close to reality as possible. Um, I'm like a firm believer in the fact that anytime you're frustrated, it's because your expectations do not meet your reality. And so calling it like it is, like to your point, uh, like in those early raising little, little kids years, uh, you were growing a business and it did need some of your attention. And so if you, the closer you can get your expectations of what that should look like and what you need to grow the business, but also your babies, like being your top priority, the better it is like all around. Uh, and also being flexible. I mean, I feel like because seasons do change, like I, being able to pivot per se uh, when things aren't going so well and making adjustments and not feeling so discouraged when it's not going the way that you hoped it would um, is important. Uh, I constantly am telling myself, my girls do not know different. They are not comparing our lives to other families. They know what they have. And truthfully, it's while I have a lot to learn in motherhood and business entrepreneurship, like they are happy. They have a happy life. You know, they have a wonderful life. And so anyway, that's what I would say. And one, yeah. And one more note, I've kind of learned like to turn, turn it off, like just choose a time and it's different, different seasons, but have a time if it's four o'clock when the kids get home from, you know, school or whatever, just turn it off. And that will actually help you to be more productive during the, during the time that you are working. When you know by four o'clock, if I'm not going to be on Instagram or I'm not going to be on my computer at all, you'll almost work harder during the day. So that helps as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, the truth is like in every decision we are cheating someone you know, like, and Mm -hmm. so choosing Mm -hmm. to cheat, you know, not, that's probably not the right terminology, (laughs) but, you know, like, I mean, you're having to prioritize your time. And so Mm -hmm. like making cold, hard rules in my case, like the minute the bus pulls into our cul-de-sac, I am off the phone. I am off my computer. And that's like a cold, hard rule for me. I mean, plenty of friends have been on the phone with me when I'm like, sorry, the bus is pulling up. 
I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yes, yes. And I know, and that's getting easier and easier as our kids are getting older. Yeah. But looking back to those days when oh, they're home right. all the time. Yeah, right? when there's no bus. There's no bus. Yes, <laughs> yes there's no bus. Oh. You're driving them and dropping them off for an hour and a half or two hours. Yeah, so, it yeah, is hard. Definitely. It is hard. Yeah. Well, um, that, that's some awesome advice. Uh, like I said, I've learned a tremendous amount from you over the years. And so happy to be able to do life alongside oh, of you. I've learned from you likewise. So thank you, Steph. Yeah, well, thanks for being on. Those are some really great tips from Neely Lanzen, photographer. And I have to say, Steph, I love that advice about making sure you print your photos and display them. And that's what I do in my house also. And I don't do the eight by tens and five by sevens though, which I'm starting to get nervous because Every year, I always have a canvas made, and it's 16 by 20, uh-huh. and I hang them along our stairwell, both sides of our stairwell, Yeah, and it's starting to get a little crowded. <laughs> well, of course it is. <laughs> a 16 by 20. <laughs> every, and I love looking at them every year, and I also have some of our new, just the pictures of the newborns, and I love looking at the how our family grows and changes. But at some point I'm like, I'm going to have to, you know, weed some of these out. I don't know when or how. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm no professional uh, photographer nor designer, but I will say I love a good gallery wall that has some canvas and some framed, oh, like printed yeah. photography. And so, because uh, I have that, I mean, I, I do have some staple uh, photos of our family over the years on larger canvases throughout the house. But mm-hmm. I also, as I spoke to in the interview, have frames that always get swapped out with uh, most updated photos. So yeah, that's, thought. yeah, that's probably what I'm going to have to switch to because I just, I switch the locations of them. So they're kind yeah. of, but I don't, I don't always, um, well, I just keep all of them up and not all of them are my favorites. Yeah. And you know what? We didn't talk about canvas um, printing, but do you have a specific spot that you get your canvases printed? Well, I, I get I use canvas on demand. There's usually a Groupon or something for them. Okay. And they're pretty inexpensive. And I like that I've been using them for years now. So there's there's a uniformed look. Yeah. But I've heard Costco. <laughs> I know you love your Costco. You guys talked about that. <laughs> we did talk about that. <laughs> um, and, but I know Costco has a good deal on canvases too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I actually have not looked at Costco for canvases, which is a shocker because I obviously (laughs) like them for print photos. Uh, But I use, um, actually based on a suggestion Neely gave me, cgproprints.com. And they have awesome quality uh, canvas for quite inexpensive. Oh, Oh, that's good to know. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Yeah. So, well, but you get get them printed. That's good. Because, I mean, Neely and... Plenty of my friends, you know, really they use them for their photo card, for their holiday card, and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I, and I love <laughs> holiday cards. I actually have all of last year's cards still in a big glass jar, and I go through them every once in a while. Yeah. I love Christmas card season, holiday card season is my favorite. Going to the mailbox and getting cards every day, it makes me so happy. <laughs> so oh, best. me too. You you mentioned uh, annual family photos being a non-negotiable with your husband for, in yes, your family. Yes. Holiday cards are a non-negotiable oh, for same. me. Like yeah. pretty much every year, Alan is like, hey, so those holiday cards, I think he's hoping that I'm going to ditch it and do something <laughs> digital because like no. that seems like the net necessary change to alleviate the cost of holiday cards. But I'm like, I'm so sorry. I send a bucket load of love in each of those envelopes. And I don't care if it costs me 50 cents or, you know, I mean, 50 cents for stamp. (laughs) I am 100% with you. I look, and my husband knows this too, so he's stopped arguing with me. But I know every year I look forward to getting them done, getting them, getting my cards and then I always handwrite all of the addresses because yeah. I love going through and thinking about people. And I'll do, and I send out maybe 150 cards. Yeah. And I go through, I'll do a 20 a night or something by the Christmas tree with some hot tea 
or a glass of wine and I'll, you know, fill out these cards and be thinking about people as I write them. And it's just one of my favorite things to do. And no one can ever take it from me. (laughs) No one can ever take it from me. Oh my gosh. All of this talk about the holidays coming up makes me want to put up a tree or something already, even though it's the beginning of November. Well, you know what? It's it's not too soon, you know, for some people. Just saying. You can do that. First. They have been playing a little Christmas tunes already. Little pentatonics, my favorite. No. Oh, yeah, of course, Steph. I mean, you can only only listen to it for a certain amount of time. Got to get it going early. I think that that is crazy, girl. (laughs) (laughs) There's no beating around the bush. Like, that's not going to happen. And I might want to kind of put up a tree. Not going to do it until after Thanksgiving. (laughs) I haven't put my tree up yet, but I am getting in the Christmas mood listening to some tunes. Have you done any shopping yet? You know what? I did buy a few things uh, at the Nordstrom sale this summer for a couple people that I knew like this would be a great gift for them. But other than that, oh, and you know what? Target, if you guys don't know this, Target puts pretty much all of their toys that are not they're not wanting to have on the shelves for the holiday season. They put all those toys on crazy clearance in July. And so July is like the time to shop for toys. Oh, I think that's great information here in November. Thanks. Yep. I know. <laughs> so sorry to all of you who are very frustrated <laughs> with that suggestion. <laughs> to note to self, next July's podcast needs to be sponsored by Target Clearance. <laughs> Target clearance. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Well, awesome. Well, this has been super helpful and hopefully um, given our listeners some confidence going into family photo season. You have some more information um, and just, you know, hopefully you're excited about it like we are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And if you haven't booked your mini session yet, go do that. But... As Neely said, buy your outfit first. Yep, mama. Yep. And what the heck? Why don't you just add some sprinkles into the whole process? (laughs) For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit citymomsblognetwork.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our hosts. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.